Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Kale and Company here on a Thursday morning. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube, 855-839-1210. Cut sheet at 745. Our Disney keyword, day number six, coming up 8.30 this morning. I also can confirm that tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, our buddy Sean Farage will be back with us yet Woo-hoo. again wow. <laughs> for more for more Trump impressions. And uh, he will also be hosting uh, coming up um, about 10 days from now, Monday, February 19th. President's uh, Day. President's Day. Yeah. yeah. So Which the, is appropriate. Uh, it yeah. is. I was just going to say that. What a better day to have Sean Farage host yeah. than President's Day since he does the best Donald Trump impression Ever. I'm told that he will do the 6 o'clock hour as Trump, <laughs> the 7 o'clock hour as Biden, and um, the 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hours, uh, he'll be himself. Okay. Yeah. Good. That's Good. the way it's going to work, I think. Good. All right. 855-839-1210. We'll get to Dawn's news here in one moment, but let's wrap up some phone calls. We have uh, Joanne in Phoenixville with some thoughts on the health system and parents. Joanne, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? We're doing well. Thanks. Um. I'm just calling in response to the last lady's call because I've sort of witnessed the system firsthand. And I think until you do, you don't understand how broken the system is. So I had a nephew. Both parents had addictions. He was a very troubled child. At one point, we had him living with us. At one point, he was living with his grandmother. We all tried to do everything we could. At one point, we thought he needed, like, inpatient residential help. Um, I can't tell you how long it took us to get him in. We, it took months and months and months of fighting and paperwork and all kinds of stuff. Finally, you know, we're at that point, 15 years old, he could tell us he did not want to do it and he didn't have to go. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'm just saying like, it, it is crazy. Like until you experience it, you don't understand what it's like it's like a patient with cancer until you experience it you don't really understand it Mm -hmm. and when you're trying to help some of these kids and stuff the system is it can be really tough yeah i I can imagine yeah and i'm i mean by no means am i excusing bad parenting you know what i mean i'm not yeah yeah. you know that's yeah but um the system's crazy when you get to experience it it's really sad thank you very much joanne joanne from phoenixville checking in this morning, you can keep your comments coming at 1210WPHT in the YouTube chat as well. 703, let's get to the news. Round number two on this Thursday morning, the great Don Stensland. And good morning. This Thursday, February 8th, sunrise just happening officially. 702 sunrise. It's 703 now. We are at 33 degrees, but the big warm-up continues. Full forecast in just a moment. Sponsored by First Harvest Credit Union in Kale & Company News Live. So this morning, the search for clues, the search for possible victims inside begins in a story in the suburbs of Philadelphia that is making national and even international news this morning. I'll take you to East Lansdowne, where a fire has ravaged a home, as authorities say, that many people, including children and adults, as many as eight people, are unaccounted for this morning. So this all began with a horrific situation yesterday, as we know that two veteran police officers were wounded by gunfire. This happened yesterday afternoon. It was a it was an unusually warm afternoon. School had just let out, so now it's about four ish, 
A lot of people walking in that area, walking home after school, that sort of thing. A lot of kids out in the streets. And police are called to this home with a 911 call, a report that an 11-year-old little girl had been shot in this East Lansdowne home. Officers responding to that one, and as they are, they're being, this suspect opens fire upon them, and then this fire breaks out inside the home as the officers are running toward the flames, knowing that there are children inside or believing that there are children inside that home. So they're, the problem, you know, they're saying this morning is that their, their fear, their worst fear is that all of those people inside the home as it was an inferno. Jeez. That's, yeah. What a, what that's, a, what a tragedy. I know. It's, it's just horrible. And so as far as those wounded officers who were literally dragged away from the scene, they were rushed to Penn Presbyterian Medical Center, not so far away. They're listed in stable condition this morning and recovering from their injuries. And uh, these are not life-threatening. They're saying saying the officers are going to make it, but veteran officers. So we're, we're awaiting any word or news conferences, and we're watching that very carefully. Earlier in the day, A 15-year-old, also in Delaware County, um, this announcement was made about this 15-year-old being charged with first-degree murder in Delco. Police and prosecutors announcing that Samir Austin shot and killed another 15-year-old, and this with a ghost gun that he had bought online. So he's accused of firing the shots into a corner store in Darby, nearby Darby, on Monday afternoon, an 18-year-old was also injured by that gunfire in that situation. But investigators saying that Austin bought the untraceable weapon as a kit gun. It comes in the mail, and then you assemble it. And that they said he did that all with intent to kill. They are trying him as an adult for this murder. We have a man, right? This is a, this is a follow-up to a Kalen Company News follow-up. Remember the guy riding the dirt bike in Philadelphia? Oh, yeah. Remember right near... Remember, you talked a lot about this. Was this the one where the mom came out and was going to yes. you know, challenge him and fight him? Yes. Yeah. Jumped onto her car. Yeah, she had a baby in the back, right? Yes. Yep, I remember it. And so in that one, we now get word yesterday in court, he pleaded guilty to the violent incident. He's 26-year-old Cody Heron, pleaded guilty to charges in relation to that attack last October. It was a viral video that Nick talked a lot about, and you can see him kicking in the back of the window of the woman's car, her two children in the back seat and their little kitty in the car seats and so on. So ultimately, this guy pleading guilty to this, and now he's facing sentencing. So we're looking at that. Do we, does it, do we, do we know the, uh, the sentencing guidelines of what he could be facing? The fact that he's pleading guilty and admitting to everything the first time he's coming up, yeah. so he's taking accountability, he's pleading guilty, and so it looks like there will be, you know, he's cutting a plea deal yeah, probably on this one, but it was a violent incident and in, include, you know, as, as yeah. you said, endangering children. And Remember how tough that mom was? She yeah. Got, she got right, she was ready to go. <laughs> I remember you were talking about her about being one tough mama bear and the whole bit. <laughs> yes. And he, this was a dirt bike, correct, or a motorcycle? Yes. Yeah, we talked about the moped story in New York with the migrants and that sixty-two-year-old that got you know dis- you know basically thrown off of it. What is it with with these big cities with these these people that show up all of a sudden on dirt bikes and uh, ATVs? You're seeing that a lot around the country the last couple of years, like these little 
mobile gangs. Like they, they, they just want to disrupt everybody's life. They, we need to really hammer these people. I don't know when that became a thing. But you talk. We've been talking a lot about precedent this morning and setting a precedent. We need to set a precedent for these scumbags. Yeah, it's. It, you're right. So uh, as far as Heron, he was arrested that day in October. Uh, his bail was increased from two and a half million dollars to four million dollars, and the DA's office has scheduled. Um, you know, is is talking about the guilty plea, and today we're going to learn more. But because there's a news conference planned for today, but his sentencing, because you asked about this, I looked it up, uh, June 5th. June 5th. Yeah. Okay. So, but there is going to be a news conference, so we'll watch for that one to to get you more. You know, it was a huge case. Yeah. And, you know, we talked a lot about it, so I just want to update you on that one. A lot of excitement surrounding, because we all got to look toward our Phillies and spring training, and um, we've got to think about baseball because uh, the Sixers... Uh, you know, a little mayday. Need some help with Joel Embiid out. Will so. they lose again? Do we have to even talk about it? No, no, it's, it's fine by me. Bummer. I'm, sports is an old life I of mine. Know. I'm done with sports. It's just a bummer. Except when you bet on it. Except when I bet on it. <laughs> yeah. I bet on a basketball game last night, but I lost. You see the sports? I mean, it, it's supposed to be good news for us, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, I, I know they uh, the email went out. I guess Brazier sent out the email, uh, John Brazier of the Phillies, <laughs> a couple of days ago with the uh, the big truck and what's yes. on the truck. One of my favorite emails of the year. They tell you how many bats, how many <laughs> uh, how many uh, packs of bubble gum, rosin bags. We used to, when we when we had slow days in February in sports radio, we would uh, set the over unders on how many pieces of equipment each thing would be sent out. That's one of the most <laughs> that's one of the most anticipated emails of the year. It's so true. John Brazier with one of the best job titles ever. You know, yeah. fun and games. Yep. Sixers. The score was one twenty seven to one hundred four. We lost. Mm. So th- there was that one for sure. Um, and then there's, you know, something big happening <clears throat> on this Sunday, I do believe. And we do have news of who will definitely confirm that she will be in the stands. Oh, well, I mean. <laughs> Mama Kelsey. Uh, oh, so the mom will be there? <laughs> mom. Uh, it's good to know. I thought that was funny on yeah. her part. This football season can't end fast enough. <laughs> but I thought it was funny that she's the one who said, I confirm I will be in the stands mm. referring to, you know. You know who. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the sun rises on this beautiful spring-like day, we are sponsored in Kale & Company News Live by First Harvest Credit Union. Build stronger financial roots with First Harvest Credit Union. Enjoy flexible access to funds with a growth savings account, earning as high as 3.5% annual percentage yield. Visit firstharvestcu.com for all the details. Membership restrictions apply, insured by NCUA. So today, just a lovely day for you ahead as we look to, I mean, we're, we're 60 degrees. We're, we're coming up on 60 degrees for Saturday, but we are in for a wonderful warming trend as we warm through this week. So unseasonably spring-like weather for us here on Kill and Company News Live as we look forward to more sunshine for Greg Stocker. 53 degrees today, tomorrow 57 degrees for your Friday. Sun is still shining. Saturday, a little bit, little bit. It's bright but cloudy. Sixty degrees. It's a little chance for a little sprinkle there. And then Sunday, more sunshine, 
but cools down a little to 52 degrees. Kale and Company News Live. All right, Dawn, thank you very much. 855-839-1210. we got to get to these two Trump stories on the other side. CBS says no thanks to Donald Trump and let Trump be dictator for a day. So says a significant amount of Americans And it's startling to Rolling Stone, these unbelievable results. We'll get to those on the other side as we continue live here on this Thursday on Kale & Company. But first, let me tell you about my friends at Blue Chew. All right, guys, do you want to boost your confidence? Do you need that extra jump to your performance this year? You know what? Father time, it's probably catching up with you. Well, I've got the solution, and it's Blue Chew. Romance with your partner should be the best part of your day, right? And you need to be ready. That's why I suggest BlueChew.com. It is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. BlueChew is an online prescription service, so you're not going to have to do the visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and the best part of all, it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And a special deal for Kale & Company listeners. You can try Blue Chew for free. That's right, free, when you use the promo code 1210 at checkout. Just pay the $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code 1210, to receive your first month free. It's Kale & Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Kale & Company, Thursday morning, Nick Dawn and Greg. 25 minutes out from another edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. That's coming up 745. Also, day number six of our Disney Keyword Cruise Vacation Giveaway. How about this? Seven days, you and three others, four people a week, a couple thousand dollars. This is probably worth easily. And it's a local contest. Don't forget, 830 Keyword. Somebody from Kale & Company on Friday, February 23rd. Is going to win this amazing, amazing prize. So we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, and we know that Joe Biden will not be uh, partaking in the tradition that's about 15 or 16 years old, where the president comes on for a couple of minutes, whether this, the big game is on NBC or CBS, Fox. And, uh, you know, we've seen a couple of times where Trump was on and then he wasn't, a couple of times now where Joe has been on and he hasn't, second straight year, that Joe will not be doing this. Uh, he turned down Fox last year. Then they were going to have him on Fox Soul, and then that got canceled. And this year, CBS has the Super Bowl, and he will uh, not be joining Nora O'Donnell. So OutKick, which is now owned by Fox News, reached out to CBS, and they were trying to say, uh, do you have interest in interviewing Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump said on on Truth Social that he would be willing to go on and do a presidential interview. Now, traditionally speaking it's the current president not a former president but so that's not my gripe with cbs my gripe with cbs is their sports chairman sean mcmanus who oversees the entire production anything that you see on television from cbs on channel three that is sports related sean mcmanus is the top guy he's like the brand manager he's like the greg stalker so to speak so outkick one of their nfl writers Longtime journalist from the South Florida area, Armando Salguero, well-respected journalist, said to CBS Sports about having Trump on. 
And they basically said, yeah, it's as simple as we're not going to do it. We don't want to go into politics. It's too political. So let me get this straight. You want the current president on, Joe Biden. That would not be political. Yet bringing on Donald Trump would be political. Doesn't make sense to me, right? I mean, unless your whole plan for Joe Biden was, what's your favorite ice cream? What kind of chair do you lounge in at the beach? What were they going to ask him about? But this is, here's here's the problem, is that they, they only interview sitting presidents. I get that. But their, their, their rationale behind declining Trump, the, the, the wording of it is awful. They were saying, we don't want to get into politics. We're here to talk about the game. Well, then have Trump on and talk about the game. Trump turned down an interview, by the way, in 2018 mm-hmm. uh, from NBC for the yeah. Super Bowl. So, yeah. Like, this is not unprecedented. No, no, it's not unprecedented. But it's what we're talking about, I think, is if Joe cannot, to me, you're looking at what? A hundred in how many million did you say typically watch the Super Bowl? Is 190 million people? No, no, it's not going to be 190 million. 110? People. It'll probably be about 90 million people. Okay. I know people this year are forecasting that this will be the most. 30 billion people will 300 watch 300 billion dollars. Um, people are projecting this year this will be the most watched Super Bowl of all time because of the Taylor Swift factor. Ugh. Uh, and that's that's just what some of these TV uh, media watchdog people that look at television ratings for a living are forecasting. Not to mention it's supposed to be a pretty good game. So I have to believe that this administration weighed the risk versus the reward of putting Joe on television for three to five minutes, however long this interview typically is. And they said the risk far outweighs the reward. And I think it's because... We're not even talking about a couple of hiccups or a couple of gaffes. We're at the point now where Joe is saying he's having conversations with people that have been dead for years. We talked about it yesterday. The guy that's been dead for 26, 28 years. Apparently yesterday at some function, Joe said he had a a conversation with somebody about January 6th. And the guy that he said he had the conversation with died in 2017. I mean, I think the the handlers for Joe Biden have simply done the math and said, we can't put the president out there, even in a softball, lobbed up question, friendly setting with Nora O'Donnell. Yeah, that, that that's that's my takeaway from this. Sean McManus, his quotes on why they will not have Trump. I get like if you don't want to have a former president because that's not the protocol. I get it. But to say, well, we're not going to have Trump on because we don't want to get into politics. Well, wh- well what is Joe Biden? And it was Joe Biden an entertainer. Was he a sports talk host? He's the president. Of course, it's going to be about politics. The, the, the three questions you ask Joe Biden or Trump, for that matter, if you get him in this setting is what's going on with Russia, Ukraine? What's the deal with the border? Um, if you have a third serious question, it's probably about the economy. And then you hit him up with something. Uh, what's your favorite snack for a Super Bowl party? Boom. Interviews over. Joe can't handle that. If Joe can't handle that, he's not going to debate Donald Trump this fall. I think you can take that to the bank. You agree with that, Don? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I just think that it's. I tweeted out early this morning. Sixth Sense. Remember the movie with Bruce Willis? Yeah, I see Six, dead. Yeah. I see dead people. That's what Joe Biden. He sees. So it's ex-German Chancellor Helmut Kohl. Yeah, Helmut Kohl. Right, and he. He's, so who is he thinking of, by the way? 
Or does he really, is he having conversations literally with ghosts? Is this Sixth Sense? It's unbelievable. Which was shot here in Philadelphia, if I recall correctly. So, I don't know, maybe M. Night Shyamalan has a new movie theme, you know, with, with Biden. It's only it's getting weird. worse. It's only getting worse for him. It seems like every every time they roll him out, he's having these conversations with people that are long deceased. I, I would say this, too, as far as the Super Bowl goes, because Trump has been... Throughout this, you know, primary season, he's been very astute with when he decides to do like counter programming to debates. Mm-hmm. So if CBS has said no, we're not going to get political, and we don't want Donald Trump. That's that's fine. If I'm Trump, I counter program. What I would do, honestly, I would make my return to Twitter slash X. I believe that that um, restraint is up where he was not allowed to post on Truth, and then he couldn't go to Twitter because they're competing companies. I would go live on Twitter. And do a show at halftime, and in and to show that he's not afraid to debate or talk about things, I would not do it with Sean Hannity. If I'm Donald Trump, I would get somebody, find somebody in mainstream media, and do like a five minute interview either mm-hmm. at halftime of the Super Bowl or in that god awful pregame show, which by the way is four hours long before the actual football game. Do it at like the, what the game starts at six thirty, six forty five. Do it right around six o'clock. I mean, there's going to be millions and millions of Americans just sitting on their couch, eating nachos and buffalo chicken dip, <laughs> staring at their phones, right? Yeah. Because that's the society we live we live in. Even when you get together for a Super Bowl party, I guarantee you're going to have a bunch of people like this just sitting there. They're going to be missing commercials, missing the game, scrolling, swiping. Trump would be a, a, an absolute ratings bonanza. You, he would probably break X if he did that. <laughs> That'd be funny. I mean, and I think it would be smart, too. Yeah. Because it, it goes to show you that I'm willing to go out here when they're trying to hide Joe like they did four years ago. And and you know what else would be funny if, well, if Saturday Night Live were funny, if they did a skit where they showed Biden being interviewed by CBS Nora O'Donnell, but thinking it's, you know, Jessica Savage or, you know, it was a Barbara Walters, you know, somebody who from the past who, you know, is now seeing ghosts. Yeah. You do a whole thing with Biden mm-hmm. speaking with ghosts. Yep. 855-839-1210. If you want to jump in, we will come back. Donald Trump dictator for a day. Almost four in ten Americans would like to see it for a day. The startling details, according to Rolling Stone, when we come back. Cut sheet at 745. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I am so thankful for whatacrock.com. The crockpot comes out in the colder weather. As soon as fall football season hits and continues certainly throughout the cold crisp weather i'll tell you what the crock whatacrock.com is so delicious ready-made meals and truly making dinner time so easy for me all i do i put a meal in my slow cooker in the morning run around all day when i come home from dinner and the family comes home boom Dinner is simmering in the crock pot, ready to go. Unlike most meal kit companies, and this is a huge difference, okay? Because number one, there isn't any subscription and there is not any prep time, no prepping of all the ingredients required. It is literally as simple as dropping the meal into your slow cooker and dinner is handled. Whatacrock.com has a huge menu of meals to try. They're delicious. And they have all the classics that we love, the comfort food, the old-fashioned pot roast, which is delicious. We just had that this week, or the chicken Alfredo, to some of the new favorites, like the stuffed chicken parm meatballs or the lobster ravioli. And they have, I think, six different kinds of chili. I love every one of them. If you've tried Woodacrock before, 
You'll know how much of a lifesaver their dinners really are. Order now, whatacrock.com. It's great to send to somebody as a gift, by the way, too. Whatacrock.com. Tell them Dawn sent you. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Last year at the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski went wide left on Fandle's Kick of Destiny. Now he's back for Kick of Destiny 2. And this time, you can play along. All you have to do is choose if Gronk will make or miss. Get your free pick in right now because if you're right, you'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets. Everyone get can get in on the action when Gronk. When Gronk takes a shot at redemption before Super Bowl 58, whether your team make or team miss, just head on over to FanDuel Sportsbook right now to get your pick. It's absolutely free. Then tune in before the game to see if Gronk's kicks makes or miss. You can watch it live. You'll win a share of $10 million in bonus bets if you're right. New to FanDuel, just visit FanDuel.com slash Greg, FanDuel.com slash Greg to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and is the official partner of 1210 WPHT. 21 and over, President PA, no purchase necessary, $10 million prize pool to be split equally among all eligible participants who made the correct pick. Prize issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Kale and company, Nick Dawn and Greg on this beautiful Thursday morning. Still ahead this morning, Democrats with their latest plan in hopes of shifting one state further blue. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. And wait till you find out what a airline is going to start doing that I think could be very well become a thing here in the United States. We'll get to that story Kind of a crazy story, but I like where they're going coming up in just a little bit. And, of course, today, very big day. The Supreme Court of the United States will be hearing the momentous case about whether former President Donald Trump can be kicked off of the Republican primary ballot in Colorado because of his actions from the 2020 election results. Uh, Just looking at this right now from NBCNews.com, it looks like oral arguments in front of the nine justices will begin just after the Dawn Show starts this morning at 10 a.m. They're expecting this to last for several hours. So I would imagine we get some sort of answer probably at the latest by the Zioli Show. Don't you wish that we could see, you know, that there were cameras in these courts and we could see it? I would, I mean, especially with the Supreme Court of the United States. I mean, these nine I, justices. I know there's audio, yeah. but I just feel like it's a, it's it's such a dereliction that we can't witness it. You hey, in this, I mean? in this world of uh, pay-per-view and streaming, <laughs> w- would you pay four ninety nine to watch it? I wouldn't, but no. No, I wouldn't, but I, I would like to see it. I would for for five five to ten bucks to watch the Supreme Court go in action. You're a nerd. The highest law, the, the <laughs> highest court in the land. You're a nerd. I am. I am. I also have no life, so that's probably why I'd pay it. <laughs> kill some kill some time today. All right. So uh, speaking of Trump, uh, this is probably going to make Van Jones cry on CNN tonight. Uh, but let Trump be dictator for a day. So says not only seventy four percent of Republicans. But according to Rolling Stone, a startling 39% of Americans think it's a decent idea for Donald Trump to act as a act as a dictator for a day to begin his prospective second term in the White House. That according to a University of Massachusetts Amherst survey that was released yesterday in a series of comments beginning last December, Donald Trump said he had planned to be a dictator but only on quote day 1 of his second term. 
tongue-in-cheek comment from Trump. The point of seeking power, he said, is to build the wall and drill, baby, drill. Obviously, the mainstream media had a meltdown with that. I believe that was when Trump was on with Hannity in one of their town halls. Well, the University of Massachusetts Amherst poll posed the following question to 1,064 respondents. And the question was, Donald Trump recently said that if elected, he would be a dictator only on the first day of his second term. And then they asked, do you think that this is a good or bad idea for the country? Only 44% of adults completely rebelled at the notion of giving the former president, who's currently facing 91 felony charges, dictatorial authority, calling it, quote, definitely bad for America. Another 16% that were judged said it was probably bad. Those most opposed were women at 67% and Biden supporters from 2020 at 91%. But a full 15% of those surveyed responded that making Trump for a, dict- a dictator for a day was, quote, definitely good for the country, while another 24% said it was, quote, probably good. And the poll found that 76% of former President Trump's 2020 voters give a thumbs up to entrusting Trump with 24 hours of tin pot powers. So I thought that's pretty interesting, and obviously Trump has said that tongue-in-cheek. The mainstream media has had a meltdown. Um, but I would love to see if Trump gets reelected. Here's what I want Trump to do. I want Trump to troll the left, the Democrats, the mainstream media, and I want these people to have a hysterical mental breakdown on live television. Let me ask you a serious question. Is yeah. that all really you care about is just is just owning the libs like don't you want him to accomplish something <laughs> I do. or is yes. it just trolling i do but it's day one and oh, it's day one and i want him to say something or tweet something or post something on truth and have all of these networks lose their mind and then on day two day two we start the wall we start with the economy we start with drilling we start with getting crime and law and order back on our streets of america But I just want to see these people that live in this world where they take every little thing he says as like this ungodly threat to humanity. And I just want to see these people continue to suffer from their Trump derangement syndrome. Because I've just never really understood for eight years... The, 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 well, get, get off just get offline dude seriously I, I just I'm tired of the oh we need to own the libs we need to like is that what the entire movement has become honestly no, no. It's just you're saying it is no it's just for day one <laughs> just for day one I want to see these people like the joy reads of the world and the Rachel Maddowse just have a complete conniption on TV. Like and, and, right and, and, they're gonna have a conniption anyway. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. They're gonna they're gonna be all triggered. Yeah. Anyway. I I just Nick, I really think on day one he's gonna do what he did last time on day one. He's gonna sign executive orders to give us all some help and relief mm-hmm. with regard to the economy. But number one, he's gonna make America safer again. He's going to deal with the border issues. He's going to deal with the economy. He's going to deal with energy costs that are through the roof. Mm -hmm. And if we look at what he did last time around, he didn't go after Hillary. 
the battle, all the rhetoric, all the campaign rhetoric, it was done. Well, and he's made the point, too, that, you know, when people have said, is this all about revenge and getting yeah. back and weaponizing this and that against those that tried to persecute you, he has said that he's going to be entirely too busy to really make yeah. this the, about revenge. The whole the whole dictator thing, we all it know. It was a joke. We all know what he meant. Oh, yeah. it was, he it was, was kidding. A joke. He was kidding. But it was really dumb of him to say it because that's what everybody keeps that's that, oh, because you can't joke around that when you're one, a conservative that one clip is being plastered everywhere yeah he he just he takes the bait and he shouldn't well i agree and, I, and it's sean hannity's fault honestly for even bringing it up mm-hmm. because everybody's like ah you know you know everybody says you're gonna be a dictator can you tell him you're not gonna be a dictator it's like, that question should not have been asked yeah. because he went for four years and he wasn't a dictator. Well, I, yes, and but I, I agree with you from the standpoint of, yes, it is dumb because you, you toss out this red meat to the left. And it's not so much that they have the meltdown, but the sad part is the people that consume those people that have the meltdowns, then they actually believe it. And it works against him come election season because, sadly, there are people walking around planet Earth that do think that Donald Trump would actually do some of this outlandish stuff that he's obviously joking about and saying tongue in cheek. That to that to me, strategy wise, is where and it's never bothered me. Like the you know the mean tweets and all that stuff. I couldn't care less about that stuff. I'm about results, the economy, the border, crime, things like that. But there are people out there that when they see that stuff, that's like, well, well see, this is why I can't vote for mm-hmm. Trump. And that's the scary part that there are people that can be manipulated by lamestream media and the narratives that they spin. Because what, that's what we talk about all the time on this show. You know, we live and breathe it day in and day out. But for the average person that's not a conservative, that is just a Democrat by default because they don't pay attention to things, that all of a sudden, you know, it's September 28th, 2024, and they're like, oh, it's right, the election's coming up in six weeks. And they, they pull out their iPhone and they go to Instagram or they get something from Apple News or one of these mainstream alerts, and they're like, oh, Trump said this. Well, can't vote for him. Those people exist. He also he he also signed into law a lot of tax reform, and and that was important, too, in his executive orders. Yeah. All right. So- I just It's just, it, if you want to, yes, it makes the base happy, and if that's your goal, great. But you want to reach other people, then stop the revenge. Stop o- trying to own the libs. Just stop. Just say what you're going to do. Say what a disaster the last four years is. Say how 25 every uh, item you want to buy is 25% more expensive. Mm-hmm. Say that stuff. Yeah. Don't don't give them more fodder. Well, he he's, he's talked about what his plans are. I mean, it's not like he hasn't get gone through. I mean, I think has he? he uh, yeah. Yes. I think he absolutely he, I, has. I think okay. he's done, name, think he's done uh, a much okay. better name one. He's talked about developing. He well, he started it in his administration, but he's he's talked about not just a, a the border wall, but he's also talked about the comprehensive plan that he began with to protect us from um, cyber attacks. For example, we see more and more cyber attacks even in our area. That's one of his initiatives. Tax relief. I mean, right now, just all of the. It's going to take a lot to undo all of these huge bills. Mm-hmm. And all the DEI stuff, 
you know, the ESG, DEI stuff that's weaved into it. Mm-hmm. But he absolutely has talked about it, Greg. Uh, I mean, he said drill, baby, drill. He's gonna. That's how we're going to get the economy Energy going independence. in the right direction. Yep. Um, to me, all I care about with, with Trump is the economy and the border. Like the DEI stuff, I know we talk about it a lot on what's the show. The, what's the GOP's platform? I'm, 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 Make America great again. Okay, what does that Fix mean? Fix the that's economy. A great slogan. What does it uh, mean? Label China as a currency manipulator. Roll, just uh, watch China's unfair subsidy behavior. I mean, Biden, Biden took back all of that. Let's look at, for example, right here in Pennsylvania, we are, we, we could supply the energy for our nation. We are the key right here in Pennsylvania to making America energy independent. But because Democrats have now just stifled us and, and just basically, uh, you know, Tony Bruno talks about a strapper. They've strapped all of us in. They bound all of us and cuffed all of us. So that now you should see my Pico bill. Trump wants to just change all of that. It's a game changer. Just the energy issue, number one. The border issue, my God, a million people. Since October. The story broke, and I said it right at 10 a.m. It broke right as I was coming on the air yesterday. One million illegals that we know of yeah. have crossed our border. That's 250,000 a month My on average. My God, since fiscal year, October, beginning in October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> Shut it down. I agree. Trump has talked about all of this, Greg. And, and, and This is the problem, though. The problem is everybody takes the silly little things that he says as a joke, and they headline that, and then they don't play what he says in a very serious way, how he's going to make America great again. And and to his credit, by the way, too, you mentioned the DEI stuff. You know, I was surprised that he came out and made the comments that he did about Bud Light. He, to to his credit, he doesn't do the culture wars woke stuff. Like DeSantis tried to build a whole presidential platform around that. And I, I think one of the shortcomings for DeSantis was he never really told you specifically his vision for the economy. It was too much of the, the woke stuff. Yeah, now, DeSantis was good on the border. DeSantis has a lot of good stuff on immigration. But the economy, up until the last two weeks, since we were in New Hampshire and Iowa, um, the economy's been number one. The border's been two. He didn't do well with the economy. Trump, to Trump's credit, he sticks to the things that really matters. The economy, the border. He don't play the woke war game. like that. That's like mm-hmm. that's JV stuff in politics, I think. it's It's a piece of the puzzle, for sure. But it was way too big of a portion and a percentage for DeSantis. For Trump, I mean, five percent of I think Trump's platform is you know combating the uh, you know parental rights type stuff and all the school culture wars. All right, seven forty-eight here on this Thursday morning as we get to what's on the cut sheet. What's on the cut sheet? You know what I love doing? Just the fact that in the six o'clock hour. <laughs> Everybody was agreeing with me, and then at seven o'clock hour, everybody's disagreeing. You did a complete heel turn. I, I love it. I love it. Was that coordinated? Just, just, just keep the comments coming. Or was that spur of the moment? <laughs> Greg wants to trigger every one of them. Oh, for God's sake, it's radio. Everybody, calm down. Radio, <laughs> Jesus mighty. You're wrong. You're wrong. You watch a Trump rally. You're wrong. Okay. okay. By the way, Trump also promises just to dismantle the deep state. Well, that's never going to happen. I know, but. The swamp is undrainable, folks. It's nice to say. It's nice to dream about. I mean, he had four years to do that, didn't he? Maybe even if you drain it by, time. even if you drain it by eight percent, as soon as you're out, they refill it with more water. <laughs> it's like a pool. Well, guys, you'll be happy to know. Oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta talk about our good friends at uh, Cherry Hill Volvo. It's a good month to buy a car, man. Judith, Yosef, and everybody. 
um, at our our friends at Cherry Hill Volvo. What's on the cut sheet on this Thursday? Sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo, where right now you can get a sensational 2023 S60 courtesy of Volvo for less than twenty nine thousand dollars. These beautiful Volvos have less than five thousand miles. Hurry to Cherry Hill Volvo today to get yours. Cherry Hill Volvo, where relationships matter. Uh, you guys will be happy to know. I know the border's a mess, but Joe Biden was there. Let me see here. Do, 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 do. Last year. So everything is okay. Green John Pierre said the president was at the border last year. He got to see it for himself with the Border Patrol agents go through. Uh, this is what uh, she said yesterday. This is cut one, Phil. Go. Well, the president was at the border uh, last year, so just want to make sure and make that clear. Uh, and so he got to see for himself yep. uh, what the uh, Border Patrol agents go through, their process. Uh, he got to see the technology that's used. There you go. The technology. He was there last year. So if, we, if we've done the math, now I believe I'm correct when I say this. Joe has been there one time in three plus years, and Kamala has been there one time as well. That's was two, she there one time? That's I, I don't two even in know total. She was. Well, she was, she was somewhere in within like 750 miles of the border. She went, Wasn't to, the state, she? She she went was... to the state of Texas one time. <laughs> she, she, was in the... Hu- she was in Houston. <laughs> she, she was in the vicinity. They had a great taco truck in Dallas. <laughs> I saw the border. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> what an administration. <laughs> That's ama- you know, it, 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 it's really, first of all, I mean, let's, two things. Number one, it's the number one issue in the news cycle right now. It is the predominant headline. It's been like that for two weeks now, this deborder debacle. And then you take it a step further. Even from an op, even if you don't get this bill passed, even if there's nothing that changes in the next ten, nine or ten months, just from an optics standpoint, you should go. You know, the guy is on, the president is on vacation, 39% of his presidency. You could get on a, you know, your, your Air Force One, fly down there, spend three hours. It's like the same thing with East Palestine. Yep. Like the, these little moments where mm-hmm. you just have to do the photo op and act like you care when you really don't. Might go, I'm not going to say it's going to go a long way, but at least there's positive press for you for doing it from some. Like the, the, the left will be like, you is, know. Is that what our politics become? Act act like you care, even act like you, you care. Don't. I yep. just it's optics. I just hate. I am so. I I just despise both parties. I just do. Here I'm gonna piss more people off. I don't uh-huh. care. I just hate more. I, yeah. I just hate both parties. It's it's just. Oh, there's plenty of people I think in our audience that are pissed off at the GOP. It's, it's all of the same. Yes. everybody does the same thing. Yes, I'm t- I'm tired of the Republican Party not getting anything accomplished when they do help hold power. What are we doing here? What, what is going on with Mike Johnson? He's boy. He really remember when everybody when when he got the position post McCarthy. Everybody was like, "Oh, rock solid conservative Trump supporter." He hasn't done nothing since he's been in this position. Well, he's been exposed too. Let me ask you guys a question: Isn't the whole point though? Don't doesn't the MAGA movement want the, the outsider stale no a stalemate they, they don't want government overreaching they don't want more laws they don't want more bills so isn't the point of having a speaker that can't get anything done kind of the point well i, well, I mean that's the way that's in truth the federal government and congress was designed to have the bureaucracy protect us because it in essence moves slowly 
such that they can't do anything too drastic. To your point, I mean, there is a benefit of bureaucracy in that when you have a bunch of doofuses in there, they can't do anything too drastic. Yeah. I, I just think people, when, when they saw that bill come out and it was three times the amount of money going to Ukraine and their border and their battle compared to ours, I think I think there's a lot of Republicans that would accept this bill if it was more balanced out if it was you know 30 million for ukraine and 30 million for our border or is it is it billion i forget i think it's billion gazillion gazillion all i have to say is neither party has a vested interest in doing anything True. for the border they're not incentivized they're, you're right they're not incentivized so it doesn't matter they can just yep. keep volleying this ball back and forth but nobody's incentivized to do anything about the well border. even even if a great a great deal came across uh in this bill do you so let's play politics for a moment. Yeah. Do you think that the Republicans in the House right now really want to fix the border in the next nine months? No. Because you're using that to campaign against Joe. Yes. So and raise you, money and raise money. Yeah. And it, but if Number you one. if you correct the issue right now, that's one less bullet in your chamber. If you're the GOP and you're Donald Trump, come November, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it. Look the. The Democrats know exactly what they're doing with the border. This isn't a mistake. This isn't like, oh, look, you know, we're trying to fix the border. They're not. No. They know exactly what they're doing. And the Republicans on the other side know exactly what they're doing, too. They don't want to fix anything because they want to run on it. Yep. So we, the American people, get screwed. thousand percent. Thank I you. totally agree. Uh, we're all getting played. Speaking of Mike Johnson... He was uh, a lot of Republican senators are not happy with him or the entire GOP conference. Uh, this is a little montage of a, of a bunch of House Republicans who are embarrassed about our conference. Uh, this is cut. Where are we here? 13. Phil, go. When you are handed the keys to the, uh, you know, to the kingdom, as it were, when, when you have the majority, there is an expectation that you will be able to govern and uh, we've just struggled with that over and over again. I was embarrassed for our conference, for our party, uh, because we can do better than we did last night. He didn't count votes. I think he will next time. <laughs> Shouldn't he count the votes before coming to the floor? I think he relied in his defense on other people to sway some people. He needs to count votes before it comes to the floor. This message of not impeaching Mayorkas sent a message to a wrong message, I think. He needs to count, make sure. And as bad as, bad as Pelosi was, she knew her votes before it took place. That's what Dawn has been and saying. I, Dawn, you've said it. The vampire. Yes. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so embarrassing that Mike Johnson would roll out onto that floor not knowing the way the vote is going to go. This is the equivalent. They, they teach you as a lawyer when you are cross-examining or uh, putting somebody on the stand in a, in a trial or a court proceeding. You never ask a question that you don't know the answer to. How can Mike Johnson go out there not knowing how the votes are going to go and look like a complete buffoon? You heard that clip of the first guy saying, well, uh, next time, you know, you're probably going to come. Like, you have to know that in advance. You know, Ken Buck from Colorado, McClintock from California, or McClintock, whatever his name is, from California. It's such a bad look, especially when you're early on in your uh, position as the Speaker of the House. Guys, do you really think he didn't know? You really thought that he thought he was going to get the votes? He, to I will say, Johnson looked, he did seem surprised to me. One was the one guy, the Democrat, who came in his, like, hospital 
gown or whatever. <laughs> Hopefully it was his fanny wasn't. No, I'm teasing. But, you know, I so I think there on the on the Democrat side, I mean, you look at how close it was. Yep. But to her credit, uh, you know, the vampire, uh, Zioli always <laughs> called her, which brings me to the Sesame Street, the count. Wasn't he a vampire too? One, no, two. So I, I just think that she counted everything over and over. She didn't take anybody's word for it. And she had total control mm-hmm. yep. at all times. She did. As much as I don't like the policies, yeah. she was very effective at her job. I just find it really hard to believe that he went to he he went to the House floor yeah. for a vote and didn't have didn't know he didn't have yeah. the votes. I think he that was did. embarrassing. I think he did. I think okay. the whole point nah. was to not pass the bill, right? No, I think you're giving him too much credit. Wow, I do. I think it was a rookie. I mean, I'm it was not a, a rookie fan mistake. He's a sniveling weasel. We yeah. talked about. Well, that I don't think he's. Just, I'm it's just, just low energy. No, I just think it's. He, it was a rookie mistake. They put him in there. It's a tough job. Bring back Kevin McCarthy. Well, that's what Gates was. You know, the funny thing is now Gates is now pushing for McCarthy because remember the one thing McCarthy did well yeah. was fundraising. So they want to put so, her in Rana's old spot. Yes. Yeah, I figured that would be floated out. Who floated that out? Gates, believe it or not. Matt, Matt, and Matt oh, Gates. The same gate, the same Gates that him and McCarthy had a battle with <laughs> yes. for how many months? And yes, he vilified him and wanted him out. So be careful. Sometimes be careful what you wish for. This is Matt all, Gates. This is, this is all WWE storyline. It is. It's so true. Um, guys, AOC believes that people are shoplifting because they need bread for their kids. Oh, please. Shop- well, how come they're not shoplifting bread then? <laughs> hmm? What are they? What are they shoplifting? People are just. It's well. I guess you could say because of the Biden economy that people are can't afford bread, so they have to steal it. I guess you could make that argument. Sure, that's not the argument that she's making, though. That she's she's making that people are looting uh, uh, stores because you know people are hungry mm. and they need to feed their children. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to start with cut three here, Phil. Go. And so they go out and they need to feed their child, and they don't have money. So you maybe have to they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night (laughs) you see it's just it's just you guys are misunderstanding it right right it's so now it's it's okay to commit a crime because you are struggling never permissible to make they're not struggling they're 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 doing it because they want to do it phil they're doing it because they know they're not going to get arrested and had and be forced to post bail Phil, can you play the video? Uh, this is if you want to see this video because uh, it's 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 a uh, video oh, I, only. I did see this. Uh, YouTube.com slash at twelve ten WPHD. YouTube.com slash at twelve ten WPHD. By the way, if you're watching right now, please hit the like and subscribe button. Um, look at that. If you want to see, yeah, look at this. The, this guy's like stealing fifty iPhones. Yeah, this is what an Apple store. Yeah, this is an Apple yeah. store in Oakland, California. And, you and think this is a professional smash and grab operation? Look how quickly he's moving. <clears throat> he's just—he just needs bread for his kids, guys. He's sticking Ridiculous. them all in his sweatpants. Yeah. But here's the weird thing: because Jonathan, my stepson, worked for Apple for over a decade. When they would in Ar- in um in Ardmore, yeah. So if somebody did this, they would because they all these phones they have trackers for them, right? Yeah. So they they would call. They would call the, one of the phones, and they would say, "All right, we're tracking you." Yep. We know exactly where you are. You can't stop it. And Matt, so just bring it back, drop it off to the front, mm-hmm. and we're done. We won't just, prosecute. He just needs to feed his kids, guys. Right. Well, I mean, let's be. how much bread can you buy if you resell 50 iPhones? 
buy a lot of loaves of bread, <laughs> right? Ridiculous. You could probably buy Amoroso's Bakery right now. Look at this. Look why at did this. nobody? My my question is: is why did why is everybody just kind of sit? Would would you get involved if you were in that no, store? No, because no. you're going to end up getting put in put in jail. Yeah. The the policy at all these stores is well. First of all, you don't know if he has a gun or whatever. But I don't think I don't see a gun. Mm-hmm. But all this we've seen. Who was it? The lady at Walmart. We've seen people get fired. Yep. Yeah. For doing the employees will get fired yeah. and uh, innocent bystanders like that guy that was standing there with the jeans on just yep. watching. Yep. he'll go to jail too. He'll get Daniel Pennied. Just, just, just needs to feed his kids. By the with with the forty six iPhones that he's buying, you know, crazy. And he can't stealing, even excuse me. He, you know, he can't afford a belt. His pants are falling down. <laughs> well, it's hard to keep your pants up when you've got thirty five pounds worth of phone phone in your in, in your boxers. <laughs> he left his car double parked outside. He's he's about four foot ten. Yep. And they, they just, just let not, him do it. They just let him do it. His car would have been carjacked in Philadelphia. My God. Oh my. God. By the way, it, here's how dumb Apple must be. Why are you putting real-life phones out there? We all know what an iPhone looks like. We've all played with one. Just put dummy models out there, right? Yeah. Like, why, why put the real phone out there? Phil, what I want to do is can, I pl- can we play the audio of AOC and you play the video of the guy st- uh, stealing mm-hmm. over top of it? Yeah. If you're ready for that, uh, ready, go. And so they go out. And they need to feed their child yep. and they don't have money. See? So you maybe have to, you're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread <laughs> yeah. or go hungry that night. Right. Yep. He's just going hungry. The I- iPhone 15 Pro will get us uh, three dinners at Red Lobster, folks. <laughs> he just needs to feed his, his un- kids. Bidenomics, baby. And, and look at that. There's the, there's the cord attached to it, right? Because <laughs> they always have those little drawstrings on the back. Yeah. Bill L. wants to know who... Who videotaped it? It's a good. That's a good question. One of the workers. That's and remember, we've seen workers get in trouble for even videotaping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does he have a mask on in that video? By the way, did I notice a mask? Yeah. Well, it's like a. It's like one of those ski caps, uh, ski masks, which okay. is illegal I mean, in Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Unreal. And of uh, course, he's getting into a Hyundai. <laughs> did he? <laughs> yeah. That's a hoot. The, it's probably stolen. The official vehicle of criminals. Well, that's that's the that's the funny thing about this whole thing is ju- that it's the, the squad and all the bleeding heart libs want to just oh it's the plight. Uh huh. You don't understand. You've yep. never walked a mile in their shoes. Yep. And that, walk a mile in that guy's shoes. His pink shoes, by the way. And now you now you see why I want Trump to troll these people on day one with day one dictator for a day <laughs> okay. because of these nonsensical arguments that they're making that stealing iPhones is okay because you got to feed your family bread. Get lost. Look, for the good of the show, I hope Trump keeps trolling because it just gives us great content. <laughs> so that's all. I just want AOC to have another meltdown. They just need bread for their kids. They're poor. Stop. Unbelievable. Stop. What a dummy she is. Is. is there a dumber human being than AOC? Yeah, Poor question. No, no. <laughs> no. As far as far as politics go, I, I think she's about as bad as it gets. Um, although I've told you, she's become such a character of her of herself now that I don't have her as the most detestable squad dem. That's um, that's Tlaib or uh, no, not Tlaib. Uh, uh, the one that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's trying to expel, Ilan uh, Omar. Il- Ilan Omar. Yeah. yeah, She she is literally, I think the angriest politician I've ever seen. Yeah. She just looks like she hates the world. Uh, Nikki Haley is a, is an election denier. <laughs> okay. 
she was interviewed because you know we 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 said the story yesterday that uh, Nikki Haley and the Nevada Caucus lost to none of the above. Correct. <laughs> none of the above. Sources say she's actually contemplating changing her name legally to none of the above. <laughs> see, I see, I won. She can gnash her teeth together. See, I won. I won. <laughs> um, she was interviewed yesterday, and she said, "Look, the Nevada." The Nevada caucus was rigged from the start. Okay. So, uh, Nikki Haley, election denier, cut four, Phil, go. Does that situation in Nevada hurt a little bit? No. I mean, Nevada, it's such a scam. They were supposed to have a primary. Trump rigged it so that the GOP chairman, who's been indicted, would go and create a caucus. We knew months ago that we weren't going to spend a day or a dollar in Nevada because it wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't even count Nevada. That wasn't anything we were looking at. We knew that was rigged from the start. Our focus is on South Carolina, (laughs) Michigan, Super Tuesday. So if you look what we did in Iowa and you look what we did in New Hampshire, we're continuing to grow. That's what matters, I think, more than anything else. But look at what happened this week. Here you have Republicans lost a major vote on the border. Mm-hmm. Republicans lost a major vote on Israel. Donald Trump was found that he will not have immunity in all of these court cases coming up. The RNC chair is fired. Mm-hmm. All of this chaos is happening around us, and Donald Trump's fingerprints are on every bit of it. We can't continue as the Republican Party to go forward with this chaos. You don't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. Mm. And that's why we've got to see a change. All right. So Nikki is the great stabilizer. She will be the equalizer. And Nevada was a rig job. You know, so, so so she put not a day and not a dollar into Nevada, yet she seems to have sour grapes about it. <laughs> yet she's been all in for a year on New Hampshire. She got blistered by Trump there. And now it's, well, we're on the South Carolina, Michigan, and Super Tuesday. She's going to lose every stop. <laughs> and I would actually argue she might lose South Carolina by more than she does Michigan. Oh, that's embarrassing. Which would be really embarrassing considering it's her home state. Yeah, guys, I mean, this is this is embarrassing. She yeah. is destroying her political future, in my opinion. You know, look. DeSantis looks brighter by the day. Getting out of the way. Yeah. Making up, endorsing Trump, you know, the whole bit. None of the above. Mm-hmm. She got beat by none of the above. That's, that's, that's a rough look. Even Joe Biden, who wasn't even on the ballot, still won. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Well, and, and she's, and, and you know, she's she's got that bravado to her because she's got the backing. She's got the money. When you have that kind of financial support with no end in sight financially of the donors and, and the big, you know, I almost said boosters like it's, it's college <laughs> athletics. Um, she She's going to keep firing. She's playing with, with house money. And, you know, she actually, I there, I think there is a part of her that believes she's going to chop away at this. What does she say? We're only two states in with 48 to go. I don't see the path, but I, there, there might be just some level of arrogance to her where she's of the belief that she can stun the world. I don't see where it's going to come. She, she keeps talking about momentum. She's getting doubled up in delegates. She's down th- uh, 30, uh, 32-16. Do you, th- do you really think that she thinks she has a chance? There might be a sliver of it. I mean, I think. In I the mean, end, that's just insanity. Well, it's insanity. Yeah. Um, hey guys, did you know Chris Christie released a book on Tuesday? Well, I I pre-ordered mine weeks ago. It still hasn't arrived. It's I believe it's titled like "What Would Reagan Think" or "What Would Reagan Do" or something like that. What Try do I have it. for dinner? <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> 
<laughs> um, so he's he's being trotted out on all of the 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 whole running for president thing. Was Sloppy just, Chris Christie was just to sell books, right? I mean, yeah. or get another TV gig. Well, he had a TV gig. What with, with with ABC? Yeah, and I believe that he, you know, he had to drop out of it because he was running for president. But I believe that now that he's not anymore, he can because ABC was the first network to interview him. Yeah, he sat down with uh, George Stephanopoulos. Yeah. Speaking of TV news, by the way, I've got a good story. We'll get to later on the uh, the the fall of the TV news star salary. Dawn has been saying this for so long. When I read that story, I was just like, wow, Dawn, Dawn this is, is like, right in Dawn's wheelhouse. Nostradamus on this. Yep. <laughs> uh, Chris Christie, uh, speaking on Nikki Haley, uh, will he endorse her? And um, uh, uh, shocker, he can't. This is cut six, Phil Go. Can you imagine endorsing her a little bit down the road? No, not based on what she said. Um, and I look, imagine the position I'd be in if I endorsed someone who then turned around and endorsed Donald Trump. Uh, I'm not going to be put in that spot again, George. I made a decision in 2016, the only time in my political career, where I endorsed someone purely for political reasons, even though I had some misgivings. And that's when I endorsed Donald Trump. And and it was the biggest mistake I made in my political career. And I'm just not going to repeat that mistake for anybody. <laughs> even to this day, out of the primary race, kind of irrelevant. We haven't really heard much or seen much from Sloppy lately. <laughs> He's really, I mean, he's, he's going to die on that. I'm never going back to Trump Hill, isn't he? He is. Wow. I can't endorse her in fear of she, when she drops out, she'll endorse him. And then I'll be attached to her and t- connected to him again indirectly. Boy, what a petty individual. My God. But, and by the way, Chris, with all due respect, I'm not sure that your endorsement carries much weight. <laughs> I, I'm not going to endorse Nikki. I don't know that Nikki's looking for your endorsement, boss. <laughs> Um, by the way, streaming live on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHT. If you're watching right now, please hit the like button and also please hit the subscribe button if you have not done so. Uh, also, since we're plugging here, uh, by the way, keyword contest coming up when? Uh, Ooh. that would be 18 minutes 18 from now. 18 minutes, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening right now on the Odyssey app, uh, go to the Talk, 10, uh, Talk Radio 1210 page or part of the app and then just hit the follow button up at the top here like I'm putting my phone up to the screen hit the follow button it's a little check mark uh, please hit the follow button I'd appreciate it James Carville uh, who ran uh, Bill Clinton's campaign in 1992 had the quote it's the economy stupid says now that Dems shouldn't go out and tell people how great the economy is oh boy um, look he's a say what you will about him he's 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 nuts uh, but he's a very smart political mind. Yeah, he's got skins on the wall, as and I like to say. he does. Uh, and this is what he said about the economy and Joe Biden running right now. Cut 12, Phil, go. You know, you famously have the, you know, the line is the economy stupid. It, you talk about running against a do-nothing Congress, and obviously President Biden is focusing a lot on, on the former president. Um, is the economic message not, should I mean, shouldn't that be front and center? I mean, there's certainly some good economic news, I believe. Right, but the people live in an economy and they feel it. And we know from the Clinton years and we know from the Obama years that it takes a lot. You have to go pretty deep into a recovery where people are, are, are feeling it. And I think he should talk about things they've done to help families cope with cost of living increases, like the prescription drugs or, or releasing the petroleum reserve or, or other things that they've done to clear up the supply chain. 
but it's hard if, if you tell people they live in a good economy and they don't think they do, mm. they think that you don't understand their lives. And I think he, he can talk about things that he's done. He can certainly talk about his infrastructure bill, which is a real magnificent achievement. But I don't agree that they should go out and tell people how great this economy is. you got to mm. let people feel the economy, and they can talk about measures that they've taken to help people deal, which obviously has been a, a, a cost of living increase for families across this country. It's actually a really good point because yeah. you can take all the numbers that you want that show things are going in the right direction, but if the American public isn't feeling it on a per transaction basis when you do your grocery shopping each week when you fill up your suv so forth and so on like dawn said when you get your pico bill things like that it don't matter what the metrics say if you're not living it and feeling it on a transactional basis and that really goes to show where where this administration is they're not going to talk about that they're not going to tout it because it's a tough sell and they're going to go to what they they do best they're going to do democracy dictator and abortion that's going to be the message uh, Senator Tim Scott was on Fox News yesterday, and we played the clip earlier this week, I think it was, of Trump uh, saying the uh, the criteria he has for vice president, and he did mention Tim Scott yes, in, in that interview. So the Fox News anchor asked Tim Scott about uh, whether he'll be Trump's VP pick or not. This is what he said. This is cut nine, Phil. Go. Yeah, and 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 very quickly. I'm way over time, but I got to ask if yes, if, if you're asked by Donald Trump to be his vice presidential candidate, would you accept? I accept the responsibility of making sure that America gets four more years of Donald Trump because we were better off with Trump. Uh, I'm not going to worry about what happens with me. If we focus on four more years of Trump, we get low inflation, low unemployment, and high enthusiasm. Senator Tim Scott, always a pleasure to see you, sir. Thank you for being here. Good answer. Good answer. Um, Excellent. As much as I like, as much as I like Tim Scott, a little too, little too low energy for me in that role. I mean, I don't need another. I don't need a carnival barker, which is why I don't think Vivek would work in that spot. But I just need somebody with a little more bounce to their step i i'm i'm i think female's the way to go i stand by that who that is you know we can we've had that conversation 15 times on the show but um i think female's the route to go i mean think of mike pence mike pence was 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 low energy wasn't a carnival barker yeah so i think he wants that because he's you know he's the one who can do all that he doesn't need somebody like vivek there to right right very true but I, i i'd like um Somebody with, maybe Carnival Barker was the wrong phrase, just somebody a little bit more stern, a little stronger, a little more conviction, a little more bite to what they say. Tim Scott's just a very soothing listen, you know? Just sit back in my chair and listen to, listen to uh, you know, I get, I'm going to get like an audible book and have Tim Scott narrate the book to me as I lay in my chair. Um, mm. Getting out of the world of politics for a second, two, two, two clips here. Um, do you, do you guys know Ben Crump? Yeah, he's the uh, he's the new Johnny Cochran of this generation yes. of attorneys. He's he's the attorney. He represented the George Floyd family. Yeah. Well, apparently his uh, coffers are drying up because he is now representing Snoop Dogg in a lawsuit. That did you know Snoop Dogg had a cereal? No. Yeah, Snoop Dogg has a cereal. I've been out of the cereal game for a quarter century now. And they're saying now they're claiming that Walmart is racist uh-oh. because oh. they're not putting 
cereal, the Snoop cereal, out where people can see it. Okay. They're hiding it in the back because, you know, Snoop is black. Oh. That's what Ben Crump is arguing. And he's starting a hashtag, Snoop Cereal Challenge. Hashtag Snoop Cereal Challenge. Okay. Where people can go in and see where the Snoop cereal... This is a giant... This is, yeah, this publicity is Publicity stunt, by the way. Okay. Smart. Um, Snoop cereal challenge where you go into a Walmart okay. and you take a picture of where the Snoop cereal is placed in your local Walmart. Okay, and this is only Walmart. This is only Walmart. Uh, this is Cut 8, Phil. This is Ben Crump explaining. Cut 8, Phil, go. Hey, brothers and sisters, you all know we just filed a lawsuit, lawsuit. on behalf of Brodus Foods that was co-founded by Snoop Dogg and Master P oh, against... Walmart and Post because these brothers created this black-owned product from this black-owned company and yet they would not put the cereal on the aisles. <laughs> they kept them in the back of the storeroom. Uh-oh. And so we want to ask you all to help us with the Snoop Cereal Challenge. Go to Walmart and other grocery stores and videotape the cereal aisle and send it to me and Snoop Dogg and Master P on your social media accounts. Master P said it best. This isn't about him and Snoop. This is about the brothers and sisters who have black-owned businesses who are going to get disenfranchised just like them. They said if it can happen to them, two of the biggest names in the community, then what good can regular brothers and sisters do in this fight? We all in this together. We're all in this together. Total PR move. There's no way they actually believe this because, first of all... Well, there's a... There's a real lawsuit. Well, it doesn't call. I mean, they only. I mean, this guy's only going to get compensated by Snoop if he wins. So, you know, it's it's PR for both of them. But I mean, Walmart to to put this cereal in their store, even if it's in the back, they had to buy it. So why would Walmart spend their money to purchase the cereal and not put it out on the sales floor? To make a profit on their investment makes no sense to me. Case dismissed. I am raising my hand. Yes, sir. Uh, I just went to Walmart.com to look up the Snoop cereal. By the way, it's out of stock, so their whole <laughs> their whole marketing campaign is genius. You know why? Maybe people aren't buying it. Loaded with sugar. It's ten dollars a box. Oh wow! It's nine forty seven for a single box. Well, what, what's your what's your Fruit Loops? I have uh, no idea. What's the what's the I standard? Any, what's the standard cereal? It's expensive. Is it? What do you spend normally for a box of cereal? I don't huh? like. I mean, a box of Cheerios, like those big things, are like five bucks, aren't they? Okay. Family size Frosted Flakes. Okay, I'll be honest. I hate cereal. So do I. This is a battle in our house because it's so highly processed. Yes. So Larry buys it. I hide it somewhere until it expires, and then I throw it away. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, anybody who knows anything about um, uh, the cereal wars, the marketing wars, you pay. You pay. Um, uh, retailers like Walmart, mm-hmm. where to put? The, there's a really, they don't just say, "Well, let's put this here, this here." Yeah. You pay to have things at eye level. Positions. You pay to things have the first thing you see mm-hmm. when you walk down that aisle. That's all paid for by Kellogg's or whatever company it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, Kellogg, I believe, was the founder of the circumcision. I believe he was the one who started doing this <clears throat> circumcision. Right. Really? Yeah. 
I I believe that's right. It's good information out of you. In order to get guys to start to stop. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to think the last time I actually had cereal. Probably Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and that had to be 20 years ago. I was never even a cereal fan as a kid. Really? Yeah. I always liked, I always wanted eggs or bacon or. <laughs> John Cozen said, it isn't 10 bucks a box if you just steal it. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. I mean, yeah, because as, as Meatball once said, everybody's so, got to eat. Snoop Dogg has a cereal and they're claiming racism. Although, if you go back to that cereal box in that picture, I mean, I know it says Snoop cereal it's, on it. It's Fruit Loops. It, yeah, but it, it doesn't even. If you if you if if I just looked at that in the store, I would not assume that that was a Snoop Dogg product. I mean, it's just got like a blue Smurf like wolf on the cover. It's purple and pink, and it's got a. It looks like a bowl of Fruit Loops. Ben Ben Crump. Yeah, what a fraud he is. <laughs> well, allegedly. Let's protect ourselves here, Nick. Ben Ben Crump. Um, you know he's like he, he reminds me of the uh, the old narrative with a lot of the um, the civil lawyers, uh, the malpractice ones. They're the ambu- they call them ambulance chasers. Yeah, it's, it's not just it's it's not just him. There's a whole industry of lawyers that are just looking to get rich and you know. Yeah. Well, and now if you're a, not only like one of those lawyers and you're a race hustler, you're, it's it's the double whammy. I mean, you're you're yep. you're in big demand these days because everything's racist. Yep. Obviously, you know, not putting Snoop cereal in the right spot or out there at all. Clear act of racism. Um, did you know Brock Purdy, Nick Kale, is the uh, quarterback for the uh, San Francisco 49ers? Yeah. So an internet joke made its way to Super Bowl media day when San Francisco 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy was asked a bizarre question about Lee Harvey Oswald. <laughs> oh, no. On Monday night, Twitter user Josh Chavis went viral when he posted a side-by-side photo of Purdy and the man who assassinated President John F. Kennedy, Lee Harvey Oswald. He claimed to have made the sudden realization that the two bore a vague resemblance. Phil, if you can put the picture... There we go. I mean, guys. <laughs> they, no, look, at the, look at the bottom two. They resemble one another, don't uh, they? Not bad. <laughs> I mean, it's not a doppelganger. It's not a dead ringer. <laughs> he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. He does look like Lee Harvey Oswald. Come on. He looks like he's 14. He does. Um, well, because the NFL and sports reporters have nothing else to ask about, yeah. uh, a a sports reporter asked him about this, and it kind of took him by surprise, because obviously he's not on the internet and mm-hmm. didn't know that this was a thing. This okay. is about 10, Phil, go. Pictures of you and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you took the mic. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Person? Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh, Physical comparison. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of underpaid. I'm kind of boring. I'm a little overrated. Now you're comparing me to a guy that you know kills. I still drive my 2012 Sequoia. Boy, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. These sports media members, and I've said this on this show before. I think a lot of them just hate covering sports anymore. Agreed. They just, they're just they at a point where, like, and I've said this about the Jamel Hills of the world. Like, if you think you have a bigger calling in life as a media member and you want to do politics, news, social justice, knock yourself out. But, like, you know, if I'm Brock Purdy, I, see, I would, I would troll these, these reporters. I would have just stared at that guy until he felt uncomfortable and waited for somebody else to ask the next question. Or just play along with it. You know what I mean? Just, just, just. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
By the way, he de- look at look at that freeze frame, Phil. That it, freeze yeah. frame you have right now. Put that up on the screen. YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHD. He looks like Brock Purdy. Or, uh, he looks like Lee Harvey Oswald. A little bit. He's got the everyman look, though. Doesn't doesn't Purdy got like that? He looks like, like he's from the Brady Bunch. He could be Lee Harvey Oswald's son. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, we should break before the keyword. All right. Keyword is coming up in exactly four minutes. Four minutes. Stay tuned. Keyword number six so far. Disney, cruise, summer, beach is magical. What's the keyword today? Find out next, followed by Dawn's Big Three as we continue. It's Kale and Company Thursday morning. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Yes. Speaking of Brock Purdy, the Super Bowl Sunday, San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs plus two and a half. Fandle Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino is where I make all my bets. You can take action with a no-sweat, a same-game parlay. When you bet on a Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. It's America's number one sports book. I said I'm taking these, uh, the Chiefs plus 2.5. I am taking Travis Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown. And Patrick Mahomes to be the Super Bowl 58 MVP. You can combine those bets for a chance at an even bigger payday. You'll get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win. So start building your own or just go to the popular same game parlays already built for you in America's number one sports book. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Greg, FanDuel.com slash Greg if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL, and he's the official partner of 1210 WPHT, 21-0 present PA, minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non trouble bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.